I am a mess. Hello, and welcome back to another Buffy podcast. Are you Trevor? Oh. <laughs> I was like, why is she waiting? I'm Trevor. And I'm Kristen. <laughs> and we are going to geek out about Angel. Today's episode is season two, episode one, Judgment. Wow. That was, a, that was a big mess. Yeah, that's an intro for the ages. <laughs> um, I love this episode. Yeah, me too. I like forgot how much I liked it yeah, until I was it, watching it. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, it is pretty good. It's funny because it's like, so for anybody listening along, not watching along, this this is the episode where we basically pick up. They've been, uh, our Angel, Cordelia, and Wesley have just been hunting demons all summer, like a super tight team. And we're kind of coming in on them. And then there's this whole thing about a battle that, you know, Angel gets involved with. And uh, Angel kind of has a realization. Mm -hmm. Um, What's interesting is watching this episode, I was like, you could essentially, like, there's obviously backstory and there's a lot of things that are handled in season one. But you could really start in season two and not miss much. Like, there's obviously things like Doyle and, like, how they all became a team and Mm -hmm. how people were met and, like, establishing Wolf and Heart. Obviously, you still want and you wouldn't want to skip season one. But, like, season two, especially with the introduction of Lauren, it was, like, the moment you see Lauren, I was like, right, this is the show. This is the show that I love so much. I feel like... building from here. I feel like I could comfortably cut season one down to like nine episodes Mm -hmm. and if you watch like those nine episodes and then cut straight to season two i think it would be fine which is funny because that's what we've been saying about angel season one is like it's like buffy season one yeah it's just longer and Mm -hmm. you're like fuck when are we gonna get to the good shit why is it longer yeah (laughs) why did you do this um so yeah we we open on lauren singing first i was afraid I was petrified. This song, by the way, I keep talking about the that angel soundtrack I have. This song mm-hmm. is on there. Him is singing it? the full yeah. song it's is so on good. There, yeah. Um and I love I love the fake out. I love that they open it up like he's a demon. Which is yeah. it's it's like it's funny because like in hindsight you're like you are the least intimidating demon uh-huh. of all of them. But they they do this thing where they they pretend like he's about to fight Angel or something. I love him. I love his opening monologue yeah. about Los Angeles. Like Lauren is one of my faves. He's Me too. So I think he's so fun. I think Andy Hallett is so great at playing him. I just I also think that they should have like made him a bigger part of the show sooner than they do. Yeah. Like he's just like a very intermittent guest star for like a while. Yeah. And then they make him they make him like begrudgingly part of the crew and yeah. then He's unceremonious. He unceremoniously leaves. Yeah. Um. It's yeah. I love Lauren. We're gonna have a whole lot to say about Lauren. Um. And then we got cuts out Cordelia acting. You can't. You're everything to me. I'm nothing without you, baby. Nothing. Ow. Hey, ow. She hit me. I threw that in myself. She seems so spineless, begging this creep not to dump her. That was just amazing. You were Eleanor. I love that she's like improving and working on this craft, but drops it in a heartbeat. Yeah. For the real purpose. Like it's such it's such a great represent like it's such a great scene to show like 
this is who she was in season one and before, mm-hmm. and she's a different like she. We saw that she. You and I talked about she changed yeah. in the finale, but like this is like one hundred percent. She's all for this life. Like she's all in. Which it's I think almost is great. yeah. It's almost out of character in this moment that she's still auditioning and like or like she seems to be rehearsing a play. So like that in this episode is almost more out of character character. than anything else she does yeah i always read it as like it was just it's just this thing that she does to kill time she's like oh i'll just go to theater class and you know you know when she's not with them she's not out shopping or whatever she's like i'll just do this thing that i guess was supposed to be my job um and then Wes being badass with the, I love that it's like equal parts. He's badass with the darts and he's like yeah. super, super hot with, and with the women and everything. But then he accidentally throws it yeah. into somebody. <laughs> so he's still got that dorky thing in them, which is great. He has a good one later too when Gunn arrives at, um, oh my God, at Cordelia's apartment. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, and then Angel Investigations walks into the gym and this is where we get. That iconic mirror shot of him kicking it in. It's really good. Love it. Um, I also think I'll have to like scrub through, but I mean, we've been watching this every week. Yeah. I I think this is the first time we have the smooth vamp transition. It does look a lot better. Because everything, even in, I want to say, Harsh Light of Day... It was either in Harsh Light or in the Dark. Yeah. Like when Spike transitioned, uh-huh. they did the the usual like close up yep. and like like just did the morph and then cut away. But this was like Angel walks in and as he walks, it's like this CG yeah. effect. And you're I like, I noticed oh, fuck. it too. I was like, oh man. I was like, the effect looks better. And like also, I think they did something else because like he looks better. Yeah, like, they like with ch- the face. changed up the face yeah. makeup. Yeah, it's it was good. I, I liked so, it quite a lot as well. And they continue that like in in both shows they'll have like the more natural transition. I think that, and I would just clocked it in this one. I was like, I think this is the first time it happens in both yeah. series. Well, because um, also you, if you're remembering, like I mean, Angel does it a decent amount in season one, but also Spike really doesn't shift very much in no. season four because he's you know so messed up and everything so it it makes sense it checks out yeah um oh <laughs> i just said camera tilts down to angel's crotch and cuts to black it's like the weirdest <laughs> like we're watching them walk out and then it's just getting lower i was like where are we going guys what's going what? on what? his whole outfit is black you don't have to where go there's down no distinguishing <laughs> what are we doing and also, J. August Richards is in the credits now, which is awesome. He is. That is very exciting. Uh, much faster than Tara. Jesus Christ. Don't even talk to me about that. <laughs> I just, it makes me so mad. Yeah, it's really irritating. Um, and then they have the whiteboard where they're keeping track of other cases. Um, I love that Cordelia is having an intelligent conversation slash argument with Wesley about yeah. the demon. I'm beginning to think it was the sloth demon. Sloth demons don't sacrifice adolescents, Wesley. It was a carnus. You ID'd it. Oh, I don't mean the demon we killed last night. She's like, she's knowledgeable. She's yeah. been researching. She's not like, you're the guy and I just do the thing. She's like fully invested. I like Cordelia's growth from the finale to here is amazing. It's, it's not out of character good. because we've been building to it. Oh, 100%. It's, it's so cool. Um, Angel's distracted because you can clearly tell he's thinking about becoming human, which is yeah. part of this episode's purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is a real, I, I like him talking about the gym and he's like, well, I might be human once I should probably, and I like these little elements where it's just like, cause it's, and it's not a knock on angel. It is, this was never anything that was 
in the scope of his reality. Right. Like he never thought that that would be a possibility. I'm just going to be a vampire forever. And so this hope, like if someone told me like one day you are going to X and it was like whatever I just thought was impossible, I would yeah. I would obsess about it all the You'd time. You'd be thinking be about like, it. Yeah, I'd be like, when is that going to happen? Like, what do I need to do to make that happen? Yeah. Um, which is partly why you don't like, you're not supposed to learn about your prophecies because then you start yeah. doing things to try to make them happen and the 100%. opposite happens. <laughs> um, I love the Cordy sneezing bits. Yes, very um, funny. Them running to her. Uh, Lila and Leslie and Darla. You keep calling him Leslie. Oh, <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> Why do I keep? I, I like wrote him down. Season. <laughs> I wrote him down as Leslie in all of my notes too. I don't know why. Why am I doing that? I don't know. It's weird. It's it's not his name in real life, or I don't know why I'm doing that. Anyway, it's Lila and Lindsay. Yeah. Um and Darla, and I really like what they're showing here because mm-hmm. Lila treats her like a kid, and Lila and Lindsay treats her like an object of affection, like yeah. a princess. Sure. I would argue, okay, I find everybody's relationship with Darla to be, like, ultimately fascinating. Because I also, I think you're right, Lindsay is, like, very enchanted by Darla, but he is also treating her like a person. Whereas Lila is very putting on this, like, facade of a behavior that's so weird and Lindsay is like she's not a child shut the fuck up essentially he's like please and so I do love that and the fact that she's still so like unsettled and she doesn't have like all of her memories like she's like she's still remembering things in the moment because he's like playing Chopin for her and he's like she prefers the nocturnes and all of this stuff and she remembers kind of out of nowhere that Chopin had uh, not syphilis um, consumption. And Mm -hmm. then she like remembers that she also had consumption. And then she remembers that like angel killed her. And it's, so it's like all of this stuff kind of coming around, but she's still very scattered. Yeah. And like, I'll say Julie Benz is not like the most gifted actress of her generation or anything like that, but she is so good at playing Darla. Oh yeah. Nobody else could have played Darla the way she plays Darla. And the way she does it is like the only way I can imagine it being played. And especially with these season two and then, you know, season three episodes of Angel with Darla, it just makes her such a richer character that she didn't need to be like she's in three episodes of Buffy and then some flashbacks. But it's like she gets so much plot going forward. And I just love it so much. It's so good, yeah. Especially She's, her relationship with Lindsay. It's insane. Yeah, her yeah, her relationship with Lindsay. I love that they don't reveal the twist about her yet um, yeah. until a, a little while. Yeah. Um, and I love, like you said, I love the slow build of her because we didn't get to experience that with either of them, yeah. with either um, Spike or Angel, like watching them kind of come to this realization Mm -hmm. of the all the memories of the things they did um and i think it's really fascinating to watch her kind of piece it all together and slowly get upset about the things that she did um and i just i i think the the way in which they brought her back a is brilliant Mm -hmm. storytelling i I mean i don't know if it was intentional on wolfram and harris i don't know if it's like the written into the rules of the spell that she has to be that um but 
I think it's it's very clever storytelling wise. And I also was just thinking about it this time, the um, parallels of her coming back. I mean, I guess we can just spoil it because it's not it's not huge. But Darla's human yeah. for anybody who hasn't watched this before. Um, and that gets revealed in like next episode of the episode. Like a handful, after. yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's a great story point, um, and it is yeah, you're definitely right. it's a not reveal. Like, it's not like hugely, yeah, important. It's not like a mid-season reveal of like right. oh shit. It's yeah. just kind of like she's taunting him, and then you're like, oh shit, there's this extra element. That's yeah. neat. Um, so I think it's really fascinating. A reason I wanted to spoil it is because I think it's fascinating that Angel's focusing on being human, and Darla is human, and just the kind of juxtaposition between the two and who deserves what and kind of right. like, I really think it was, it's just, I, this is one of my favorite arcs. Season two is one of my favorite arcs yeah. all, overall. Like it's so good. Me too. I, I definitely agree. I think this is definitely one of the better seasons of angel. I do like season three. Um, and I actually have like a, a weird soft spot for season five because it's the yeah. only season that I watched live. Um, but yeah, I season two is, like next level good it's it's fantastic yeah. yeah um so yeah they it's just a brief scene with darla keeping her alive and then angel investigations dennis chucks a book at wesley which is funny <laughs> <laughs> wes I'm, I'm thinking northern pakistan hindu kush right well maybe the tian shenan in kazakhstan which means i need suleiman's compendium don't yell like that you will scare him scare him dennis is very sensitive he's just trying to help He's more a person than a G-H-O-S-T. And then Wesley brings up, let's go to this place, and he takes him to Lorne. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wrote a note, like, and this is where Angel begins. Angel the series yeah. begins. Like, kind this of, is, yeah. Yeah, like, this is it. Uh, we learn that Lorne can read people while they sing. Um, they meet up with a demon, Merle. Um, Angel he, says he He sticks he around for a minute, too. Yeah, I he every time he comes on, I'm like, because he has such a an, a specific speech type and look yeah. that I'm like, I I feel like you're more than just this scene, yeah. but I can never remember how long you're around <laughs> yeah. for. A little while. Um, yeah. And then uh, Angel says, "There's three things he doesn't do, which is tan, date, and sing in public, and two of those he does by the end of the series." Yeah, one of them. One of them he does by the end of the episode. episode. <laughs> Um, Angel finds a scared woman and he kills a demon and then quickly finds out that that was a massive dis- mistake, which yeah. I love so much. Yeah. Well, it's and also, it's it's so interesting how it like sort of pinpoints that Cordelia's visions are still fallible. Like, yeah. she saw that demon and generally that means, she saw the demon and she saw Justina Machado and she was like, obviously the demon's trying to kill her because right. that's what it's been the whole time. And then it turns out, Because she gets nope. mad at the powers of be. She's yeah. like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, um, what I really love about that element of this episode is that she, that Angel... It doesn't end with like, oh, like they found out that that demon actually had a, uh, an ulterior motive and he was mm-hmm. going to steal her baby or whatever. And Angel is the true champion. I was like, no, Angel fucked up. He killed yeah. a champion for good and yeah. he has to wrestle with that. And it was like the reason it was the reason to stop their whole like, let's just kill a bunch of demons so I can be human. Like, I yeah. I think it, it was a really profound decision to have him like really fuck up in this in this way. Yeah, I totally agree because it's also I think you're right. I think it was actually honestly kind of like a it could you could be interpreted as like a warning from the powers that be where they like see him 
keeping the score of like the good things he's doing, but he's only doing these good things in order to earn a reward at the end. So you're like, well, how does that count? And so I almost feel like they did it on purpose where they're like, you have to do this bad thing. So you realize that you can't just keep doing good things with the belief that you're going to get this eternal reward. You have to actually just be doing it because it's the right thing to do. And that is the message that gets across. But it it also I just think it's like it's just really well written. Yeah, (laughs) it's It's just really well written. (laughs) I like it. Um, Angel deals with the news. They realize the demon was like Angel. Um, Cordy's pissed off. Angel interrogates Merle again, finds out that Merle basically manipulated him into going to kill the guy. Yeah. You didn't know. I'm thinking somebody did. You're not on protected ground tonight, Merle. What do you want? The truth. I told you where to find him. Not a whole lot of time tonight. Why'd you lie about the Prio? There's a price on a woman. Woman or the baby? Yeah, the kid, a uh, daughter. She's supposed to come some powerful, benevolent. I don't know. The dark ones, they want her out of the picture, so it's two for one with the mom. Local brokers, they're offering hard cash, but no one get close enough with that pre-oil around. Uh, which is good. And then Gun and crew approach this guy <laughs> who thinks he's getting he's gonna get mugged. Yeah. And Gun is so annoyed after he kills I what I do love though, when Gun kills the vampire, I love that it's so fast. Yeah. Because Gun Gun isn't like Angel and Buffy in that like he's got the strength and he'll dance with he's like, if I can get the kill, I'm going for the I'm kill. I'm gonna do like, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like this isn't about, you know, fighting the good fight. This is about surviving and yeah. keeping people safe and like killing him as fast as possible is the only way to go yeah um i really dig that and then he sends the guy running shitting his pants <laughs> angel angel shows up and uh gun asks if he found the scum scumbag that killed the protector <laughs> he's like it's me hi i'm the problem it's me i'm the scumbag um and i love this too i love angel walking around this guy's spot like seeing the way he lived and he's like this was this is me this i was you know trying to help people and you know yeah it's just this really uh i I think it's pretty profound like yeah the the, what he realizes about both himself and uh, i guess his name is kamal um i just think it's really interesting that he sees so much of himself in this demon and and how much actual guilt and remorse he feels about doing it. Like even outside of the fact that he killed this woman's champion and she either might be killed or her baby will be taken or the grosser implication at the end that she might then be forced to carry demon babies later. Yeah. Not into that. And so I think he feels really terrible and, and it's not that we've never seen him feel remorse before, but this is the only crime we've like witnessed him commit in real time where he felt immediate remorse right which i i like quite a lot and i think also similarly to what i said in the buffy season five premiere kind of goes into theming the whole season which is like what do what should i feel remorse about what is useful for me to feel remorse about what is not useful for me to feel remorse about what kind of things can i do and still come back from it like it's just there's a lot of that this season there's a lot yeah this season gets goes places um and i also like that he's 
he's looking at it like this guy is doing what I was doing. Like yeah. right now I'm focusing on the wrong thing. He was just doing what was right. Yeah. And like and doing what was right for the world and I'm doing what's right for me and like he's I really love watching Angel grapple with all this. And he yeah. doesn't he's not mad at Cordelia. He's not blaming no. the powers that be. Like he didn't spend any of his time in this episode mad at anybody but himself and exactly. like it's I really like this ownership that he takes. Um, and then Angel talks to the woman. She comes in. Uh, she gets annoyed when she finds out he gave. She, he's like, she's like, you have the amulet, and he's yeah. like, well, I, I don't exactly have it right here on my person. I, I thought it was best to. I know where it is. Uh, I, I can, I can take you there. The address in the back of the card. Do me a favor. Stop helping. My bad. <laughs> Whoops. Um. And then the funny, like, he's confirming with her that he can kill the demon. He's like, are you sure? Are you yeah. sure I could kill him? <laughs> and now he's all, like, questioning everything. Uh, Cordy and Wes also, then Gun shows up, and they're like, Who is it? Gun. What was that? Something about a gun. What if it's a demon with a gun? Listen up, whoever you are. We're well armed, and we know how to do battle, so if you know what's good for you. My name is Gun. Angel sent me. <laughs> it is it's, it's so like funny. funny and also like a little problematic but like yeah. mostly just fine and then gun obviously gives them a super hard time about being like ridiculous right. to him and he's like i've seen you before and cordelia is like oh okay and He's like in bed and then Wesley is like, well, clearly this is not my business, so I'm going to yeah. go. And he's like, I saw you too. And that's when Wesley is like, wait a minute. And that's his like, that's the delivery I was talking about earlier because he gets so like proper yeah. and like, like, wait a minute. Excuse me. It's just and very he's, silly. He's messing with him. I, yeah. What I love too is like, because it's not, they didn't play it. They could have very much stepped their toe in the wrong area and had them had them the, when they see him yeah, question and be like, "Whoa, that's that puts some questionable stuff on Cordelia and Wesley." But it's just the they heard the word "gun," gun, yeah, and they stupidly <laughs> forgot that Angel mentioned "gun," yeah. Um, and then he came in and and Gun was annoyed, but he I think he immediately picked up on their uncomfortableness yeah. of actually questioning him, and he was like, "Let's take this for a ride. This is great." <laughs> um. It's funny because I total side story. I um, my wife was having uh, medicine shipped to our house, and it came, she was like out to dinner somewhere, and I didn't know. She didn't tell me that it was coming, and it was like nine o'clock at night, and yeah. the dude like knocked on the door. And I was just like, no, thank you. And he and got I'm a proper so... millennial, and I did not yeah, answer the door. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I don't want to talk to anybody, and it's also 9 o'clock at night. I was like, oh, no, thank you. And he looks so offended. He's like, I have your fucking medicine. And I was like, well, you didn't. I don't. How am I supposed? I'm not opening my door to some random fucking stranger. I'm an nine introvert, and night. it's 9 o'clock yeah. at night. <laughs> we got all the elements here that I don't need. Oh, but he was so mad at me. Anyway, uh Cordy and Wes are nervous about gun. Uh, oh yeah, and then Cordy says he's a he's a great guy with a really fly street tag. He's like, no, it's my name, asshole. It's, it's fine, like <laughs> legitimately my name. I um, love too that his name is Charles. Yeah, Charles Gunn. It just like Charles doesn't doesn't sound right, but yeah. it works. Like <laughs> it works. Um, Angel and the woman are on the run, and uh, oh, and so. He senses the hotel mm -hmm. and he comes up into it and he's looking around. And I love, 
because they, they were doing this um in season one we talked about and they did it in season four of buffy too a couple times like bringing up kathy before mm, kathy mm-hmm. was a story point i really love that they they bring it up here and then they, yeah. they come to it in the next episode it's also i don't think that like spoiler alert angel buys the hotel with some money but i don't think he does that in the next episode i think that's like an ongoing process for a couple of episodes yeah i think because at the end of the next episode he because i think the all of next episode is in the flashback yeah and then at the end he's like we're gonna move in they're like really what <laughs> but it's honestly brilliant because it's, it's like so one big building to have the investigations and then places to live within yeah. the building like it's perfect angel and woman on the run they go to the hotel uh uh, Angel shows up to Wes and Cordy all torn to shreds. Yeah. Um, they tell him that the woman didn't come. Uh, also, a funny little side bit. When he slams the whiteboard, the entire wall shakes like yeah. a set. Yep. I was like, oh, that's very, you should have cut away. <laughs> every once in a while, that kind of stuff happens. Like yeah. Every once in a while, and not even necessarily this show, but I'll be watching something and someone will like, a character will like fall on the ground or whatever. And I'm like, well, there's those gymnastic pads. There <laughs> it is. Saw, I saw the dirt move in a way that dirt doesn't move. <laughs> um, and then Angel opens up with Cordy and he's, he saw the light at the end of the tunnel. Are we talking real tunnel or symbolic? Just give me that much. I, I, I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. That someday I might become human. The light was so bright. I thought I was already out. <sighs> yeah, we all got a little cocky, didn't we? It's gonna be a long while till you work your way out. But I know you well enough to know you will. And I'll be with you until you do. And this is a really sweet scene where he's like, I was so blinded by becoming human. I wasn't thinking about why I did this in the first place. Yeah. And and Cordy says, I'll be with you until until whenever. Like, she's like, yeah. I'm, I'm ride or die. I fucking mm-hmm. love it so much. Me too. The Cordy and Angel, uh, the Cordy and Angel relationship growth, mm-hmm. I think is perhaps the most consistent, like, upward trajectory yeah. that i've seen on either of these series like it's until just until it literally explodes like the challenger yeah. shuttle yeah <laughs> because yeah, of until... behind the scenes reasons yeah until it goes boom uh it's so it's so funny. no i totally agree with you until like i guess i i would say like early season four i yeah. think it's like perfect yeah early season four i i'm pretty confident i mean aside from outside influence of fucking everything up I'm pretty confident that she's intended to not even be Cordelia mm, mm-hmm. fully when in that. Like, she's supposed to be already, like, you know, shifting. Pos- yeah, shifting. Um, but we'll get to that when we get yeah. to that and be angry for an entire season. Oh, my God. I like, I've, I've said it before. I, there are season four episodes that I don't think I've ever seen. That I'm really excited yeah. about. For you because be like, I, what? I like hated. Even the like, be- like the doing? beginning stuff, I was like, "This is dumb as fuck." Like, why was, are we doing this? I was miserable watching yeah. season four because I was like, "None of this is. This isn't where we were mm-hmm. headed. What are you doing?" Yeah. Um, Angel sings Mandy. I forgot it happens this soon. Mandy, well, you came and you gave without taking, but I sent you away. Oh, Mandy, it's I so forgot. funny. God, oh, it's so good. 
He sings more later. Um, Like later in the season, he sings, and maybe even season three. He definitely sings, I think, like two more times. Yeah. Yeah. It's always great. It's not always Barry Manilow, but isn't it? I think it's always Barry Manilow. I could be wrong. I don't think it's always Barry Manilow, but it's always a song that you wouldn't expect him to be singing. Yeah, Mandy, are you kidding? (laughs) (laughs) So, well, and what's funny is there's an element in his conversation with Lauren Mm -hmm. that endears me to Angel so much in a way in a in a relative to the way I am endeared to Spike because yeah. Spike as we've talked about Spike is so um like in pop culture and mm-hmm. living in the world and when Angel says I know the words and leans in and says I kind of think it's pretty I yeah. I like head over heels <laughs> I'm so just good. like I you're all I'm all yours like give give it all to me like I I am so <laughs> for it when because yeah, it's just like it's this dorky little like kid that comes yeah. out of him when he says that and I'm like that I need more of that let's do when, that <laughs> and then he's also just like so bad at singing yeah like so bad at like completely tone deaf <laughs> but he also like wants to finish the song Lauren yeah. comes up and is trying to take the mic and he's like <laughs> he oh, finishes man. the whole thing <laughs> I it's, love it so much. It's incredible. You're totally right. It's very <laughs> so funny. Um, and then he tells him what he needs to know. Lauren is very good about not giving too much information. Yeah. Uh, which they do a lot. Like he's, I think he's he's probably either been burned or seen a lot of bad things happen from giving people too much information. So he's like, I'll give you what you need, yeah. not everything I see, um, which I think is really interesting. Um and then the lady doesn't have a champion. Angel shows up. She says, I really appreciate you coming through for us like this. But you know how you're not really good at anything? Yes, it's so <laughs> funny. I love. First of all, I love Justina Machado. She's fantastic. I've liked her a really long time. I watched almost all of One Day at a Time on Netflix, the like reboot that they did. It's so cute. And also, my friend Rachel has done her makeup. Oh, um, snap. Go, yeah. Rachel. Yeah, it was really good. She looked amazing. Um... So I just also think she has really good delivery, like, yeah. and especially in this moment, because you're right, the way that she just looks at him and he's like, yeah, but like, you know how you're not good at anything yeah. like that is, that's it <laughs> may be a problem. killed my champion yeah. <laughs> and then lost my amulet? I maybe think this isn't a good idea. This might be above your pay grade. Uh, yeah. And then Angel tells the horse to not make him look stupid, which is funny. Yeah. Um, and then there's a fucking jousting in the middle of Los Angeles. Yeah, what the is- hell? hysterical um and then he gets stabbed and i'm like do they not know he's a vampire like, i don't think they so like, they're like oh he's defeated i'm like yeah i feel like these demons should know who's fighting here well i don't but... think so and i definitely think she doesn't know because she is surprised when he yeah she's like oh no up. um and then which is also why she thinks like he can't help me he's just yeah. a dude who got lucky and killed my champion um and then he saves her and she gets to keep her baby until it's 18. Or she, her baby's safe until it's 18. Uh, Angel investigations. Um, he basically wipes the board and was like, we shouldn't be keeping track. And they're all on board. I really yeah. love, like, they're all like, oh, yeah, this was, what were we thinking? And That's- I love that, like, Wesley just immediately gets it, too, which sort of implies to me that he already kind of knew. But, like, yeah. it was nice to have, like, a purpose and a mission. Yeah. But th- you're right. They The fact that they both are like, yeah, no, you're right. We shouldn't yeah. be keeping track. That's like the yeah. opposite of what we should be doing. Exactly. Yeah. I think, I think it's great. And then another one of my favorite things ever is Angel talking to Faith in prison. 
Hey. How you doing? Pretty good, I guess. I did sign up for this. Regretting that choice? Bad day. One of the girls in the yard tried to build a rep by throwing down with me. She had low self-esteem and a homemade knife, so. Oh, is she, you know, alive? She lives to tell the tale. I took the knife away, and I can't say much for the wrist it came in. So you didn't kill her? I really wanted to. Took a good beating from the guards, too. Sorry. Learned worse. Guys like us kind of got it coming. I had to sing Barry Manilow. You're kidding. In front of people. And here I am talking about my petty little problems. Just wanted to give you a little perspective. Ah! Okay. This it's so good. This is actually my favorite relationship to come out of oh, this series. So and that is good. even even taking with the fact that I have actually not read any of the Angel and Faith comics. Oh, they're good. I know. You've told me so many times, and I intend to. I just, like, have not gotten around to it. I love how kindred they are, and I yeah. love how much they have in common, and how even though their circumstances are different, they are going through the exact same journey. Yeah. Like, and I also love seeing Faith looking healthier, if we're being yeah. honest, like she mm -hmm. looks like she's at least like getting sleep and like regular food and stuff. So she it's almost like crazy. prison is yeah. like the best place for her right now. Yeah. And she like she admits to having really wanted wanted to kill the woman who tried to like fight her, her yeah. in prison. And she's like, I didn't. I broke her wrist. But like, I feel like that's progress. And it, right, yeah. it is. And it like, is. Yeah. Uh, I just I think she's so. She's so interesting and it is like, in my opinion, criminal that she never is like a recurring character. Like she pops yeah. up on Angel, but she's never a character. She's not on a Angel. part of the team. Yeah. That yeah, that would have been fascinating if it was just you have a slayer. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming they just didn't want like two slayer filled shows, but I would have <laughs> been all about it. Even if it was just like she pops up a couple times a season, but it's yeah. like she doesn't pop no. up a couple times a season. She she pops up like four more times for the series up, yeah she pops up for like little bits and then she has yeah. like an arc in season four of angel and then she finishes like the last four episodes of season seven of buffy yeah. and you're like fuck man <laughs> i yeah. want more good faith i mean there's a bunch of great faith in the comics in the buffy comics yeah um and then in the angel of faith i think um, she's in more she than comes that. in at dirty girls on oh, season shit. seven of buffy. is that really it yeah. That's not enough episodes. It's not. I'm like mad again now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. I always mad. think of Faith being there for all like, of season present seven. present in season seven. Yeah. yeah but no, it's that's that the is. last five episodes. That's it. That's yeah. so stupid. That's so dumb. Um, I love this scene between Angel and Faith. I love. It's funny because on paper, you could be like, well, Angel's killed thousands of people. And, and Faith has only killed like a handful. Yeah. But when you remove that element, they both did the same thing. They both yeah. relished in murdering people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, get rid of numbers. Like, just count them all on the same. 
and have them deal with the same emotional emotional turmoil yeah. of dealing with that trauma because it's like master has killed you know thousands and so, and so on down the line it's less and less and it's just like just treat it all like oh we did some really horrible shit and we have to redeem for it and there is like angel just realized there is no keeping track and keeping record and like if i save this many lives then i'm redeemed it's like yeah. just do good just do good and you'll feel 100%. better about yourself like yeah also um, it's like the whole thing about the shanshu prophecy too is that you have to like it was weird that they were keeping track anyway because the prophecy literally says you're going to have to like survive the end of the world right and so it's like that's has it, it yeah happened it didn't yet. say so if like, once you once you've defeated you know 200 demons yeah. then you get yeah. to be human and it was very specific about very big things yeah um i like i also like as much as uh we don't have as much as it sucks that we don't have faith consistently throughout the rest of the series i do love the establishment in this episode that angel visits faith so you can at least mm -hmm. assume Angel's talking to Faith and we don't necessarily have to just keep checking back in with Faith because yeah. they don't want to keep bringing her back as a guest actor. Um, but I, I like, because with Buffy, hasn't visited her at all. And yeah, which I also have pretty big problems with. Ex well, exactly. And that's my point. I'm like, especially when she comes back and Faith's like, what the fuck? Like, why yeah. didn't anybody tell me shit? And they're like, oh, we just assumed you were safe. And it's like that whole element where it's like Angel's taking the time to... yeah make sure that she's growing and isn't just like, well, she's locked away, so I don't have to worry about that anymore, which yeah. is I, unfortunately what I think is in the back of Buffy's mind. She also, I was totally wrong. She's not on the show again until season four. Yeah, this is the only time we see yeah. her until she comes in for the little crossover event. That's dumb as um, shit. It's dumb as shit. More Eliza Dushku. Because, I, I mean, you're right. It's like the implication is that Angel is visiting her or like at mm -hmm. least like after this episode, it, it seems like, she wants to or he wants to keep visiting her like even right. if this is the first time he's visited her the implication is that he will again going forward and i don't see why that would have been such a bad thing like every time there was something you know sort of similar that he needed someone to talk to who would understand he'd go see faith that makes perfect yeah. sense to me yeah and it could even be like a he's not seeing faith when he's going down his dark path because yeah. he knows it's wrong and like yeah. he checks in with her when he kind of comes out of it because sure. it's like I went down a thing and 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 seeing faith kind of receive the information of like you can still relapse into yeah. the darkness with a soul like I think that would be a really powerful storytelling thing that they abandoned. I do like that I do like the establishment. Like they at least show them talking which I think is great. I get the vibe that they've talked before and yeah. and obviously they set the the idea in your head cuz the way Angel is sitting is very relaxed casual and like he's yeah. just there to talk to Faith and it's not like I'm checking in real quick and then I got to go um and I the reason I like it so much is because if you just cut from Faith turning herself into her helping Angel in season 4 her steadfast um refusal to kill Angel because mm -hmm. she owes him her life while true, still would feel out of place if you're like, if he hasn't been checking in with you, all he yeah. literally did was like, I mean, what he did was great and we talked about it, but like, that was the last time you saw Angel if yeah. you didn't have this established like, oh, you've been with Angel and you guys have been, be, have built a friendship Having a conversation, the like, kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, which I think is great. And it's, you know, it's it's not enough, but it's at least more Something. than nothing. Yeah. 
Um, but that's this episode. That is it for this episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Trevor Carley. And I'm with my other show, at So I'm Watching, or my personal account, at FiddleDD85. As always, please do the things, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.